Parent Tips podcast by Singapore Children's Society is a topical parenting series on trends and research concerning children and youth. We support caregivers by providing perspectives and useful information to enhance the well-being of children and youth. Spare the rod and spoil the child is a familiar refrain that parents use to explain why they meet out corporate punishment on their children. While caning or spanking may not be the first choice of disciplinary approach by parents these days, Physical punishment remains largely acceptable in our society. With the growing body of research, what do we know about the effectiveness of corporal punishment? What are some alternative disciplinary techniques that parents can try? In this three-part Parent Tips episode, we invited two experts, Dr. Kwa So Han and Dr. Chong Hoi Shan, to share their views on disciplinary approaches in parenting. Sohan is a clinical psychologist with 20 years of experience working with children, young persons and families. She is also mother to two teenage children. Hoishan is a developmental psychologist and is an assistant professor at the Yale NUS College. She has a teenage daughter. I'm your host, Xiaoling, and I'm with the Research and Advocacy Department of the Singapore Children's Society. In the final part of this episode, Hear the two psychologists laugh over their parenting mistakes and their tips on how parents can care for themselves. Some um, parents who are listening to, to our conversation, they may be thinking, well, because you are Dr. Kwa Han, right? Because you are Dr. Chong Hoshan and you all are, are sort of like psychologists and you know, because you have studied so much into child yeah. development. Uh, and I think some of these um, strategies may not come as easily mm. or intuitive to someone who has not gone through well, well we don't even need a, a license to be a parent right no. you need a license to drive but we don't even need to attend any classes or pass any exams in order for us to become parents so how do parents uh you know then kind of pick up the skills along the way what is it that you would encourage parents to do more of in order to um have these skills i would think the first thing that comes to my mind mm. is really to stop and listen to your child yes. okay so this one doesn't need any studying, right? The one, well, yeah, okay. no, no, no rocket science. What about Sohan and I have been saying? Actually, maybe a lot of parents can already identify, hey, these are all the, already the things that we've been doing. Mm, yes. Mm, yes, mm. but if you have been doing all these things, great. Please yep. continue and persevere to do this. Yes. It's, it's difficult. I mean, parenting yes, is the toughest <laughs> job on earth. No doubt about it. I am, I'm not saying that because, because we, we, we learn child development, then it becomes any easier. No, okay. Sohan no. and I can attest to how difficult it is to be a parent. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. And yeah. To understand that our child has their own brain. Mm. Yeah, the children have their own brains. And their own thinking, you know, mm. and so mm. it's not true that like you know, or they're too young to remember, or they're too young to know. Actually, they know. Yeah, mm. and, mm. and it's good to hear from them. Yeah, mm. and and we've been talking about how oh, if you actually invest the time and if you start early, uh, then you're not gonna have so much problems when the child yes. grows up, and you won't have an angsty teenager in your house, right? But oh, they were still anxious. It's just uh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> just that your, your angsty teenager will understand why he's so angsty ah, because I'm going through puberty at this moment <laughs> but, but what I'm trying to get at is uh, you know, for, for parents who may actually have missed that um, initial growing up years of mm. their children maybe their children are now uh, in upper primary tweens you know entering the very difficult uh, so-called difficult uh-huh, adolescent period where there's a lot of changes going on in their bodies as well 
then what can we tell these parents? Is it a lost cause? Is it too late? Can they can they make up for, for lost time? So let me ask, like, you know, the two of you, right? Like, mm. So you know, we're all adults here. So let's say if we're at a party, mm. okay, and then someone comes up and like, say, hey, Selling, how are you? Okay, but then I immediately turn and I looked away. Mm. How are you going to feel, right? Mm. Versus another person who like, you know, come up to you, let's say it's Choi Shan who comes up to you and say, oh, hi, Selling, how are you? Mm. And she's looking at you. She's oh, smiling. Mm. She's waiting for you, like, you know, to share, mm. like, what you're feeling and what your thoughts. Which one do you prefer to be in the company of? I prefer Hoi Shan. Yes, oh, right. Any time. because Hoi Shan turned her back. So, yeah. so to me... It's the, same, it's the same thing, you know. I get that a lot. Uh, my, uh, my, my, my daughter's classmates say the first uh, opening statement when the parents come home is, what homework do you have? Have you mm. done your homework? <laughs> Yeah, so so you know again, you know, it's 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 the it's the pragmatism above, you know, the connection. Yeah, um, and yeah. and I guess my point is, it's never too late to start. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah never too you know, late. in fact, it's all the more better because, like, you know, imagine I'm a teenager, and then suddenly, like, if Hoshan's my mom, and suddenly she's she's talking to me differently. Yeah. It's actually going to catch my attention. Oh, yeah. yes. I am actually going to like go, oh, hang on. Let me look at my mom again. What's going on here? Yeah. So far, instead of like, have you done your homework? Say, like, hey, how is school today? Did you, what did you have for recess? Like, wow, what's going on, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just wondering, yeah. like, will the teenagers say, huh? Lame. And then, you know, they'll just go back to doing their own thing. Yeah. Well, probably you need some time for them yes. to get used to it and yes. for them to yes. see the sincerity, yes. which mm-hmm. is why, again, self-care, right, of the mm-hmm. parent is so important because mm-hmm. we actually need patience, patience, and more patience. Mm-hmm. And guess what we don't have when we're overloaded? Yeah. <laughs> patience. Yeah. 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 Right. That's yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. Actually, I was just um, thinking about another thing that just came up uh, and you know, we were talking about uh, we want to build children who are resilient, mm. uh, you know, who can actually cope with the future uh, eventually without us around, right? Because one day we're going to be old and we may die. Yeah. We're going to die, not we may, we will. Uh, and our children will be left uh, in, in this world to fend for themselves, right? Yeah. So mm. I think that's why one of the reasons why parents feel that, you know, I, I need to be tough with my children. I need to show them tough love so that my children can grow up to be tough children. And in the midst of this, then this this part about communication, about you know stopping to listen to the child, may not then become a big part of our lives, lah. Yeah, the thing is, you no, know, with with attachment research, we know that you know this thing called you know internal representation, right? What we call internal working model. So meaning that you know your 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 early caregiving relationship sets you know sets sets up a blueprint or template for the child to appreciate how social interactions should be like. So let's say if you do, if, if you are talking about an attachment figure, meaning the, the primary, the main caregivers, the parents uh, who, who routinely cares for the child, protects the child, uh, these, for these attachment figures to come across as a tough, you know, tough love figure, mm. somebody who, whom, uh, you know, maybe will, will inflict some fear, train you to be tough. Uh, but on the other hand, when the child is in distress, then these are also the figures that the child needs to rely on, but at the same yeah. time also fearful of. Mm. Right. So, so, mm. so you can imagine the child would grow up having 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 this representation of social relationship as okay. When I needed help, help wouldn't be forthcoming. 
So then, this then this this is where you know your your resilience, I think, would be would be would be affected, right? Because a part exactly. of a part of of well being or a part of good coping is not to do everything by yourself. Is to be able to identify helpful resources mm-hmm. uh, uh, who who can who can help give you a lift, right? So mm-hmm. so in, in the absence of that, if we cultivate a sense in children that nobody can be trusted because everybody is just going to be tough with me. And when I needed help, when I'm in distress, all they say is that no, you've got to be, you know, you've just got to hang on and you know, trudge yeah. on and all that. I don't think it's very healthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to link it back to the brain that I talked about, mm-hmm. yeah. then like again, the fear centers are activated, the flight, fight or flight system is activated. And when that happens, we actually go tunnel vision. That's how, mm. you know, because, well, you know, I only need to like run for the like, you know, nearest exit. Or if mm. that lorry is going to like come at me, you know, I need to quickly jump out of the way. I have no time to think of any other things. Mm. So again, then how's that going to help the child to really make good decisions to cope with a challenging situation? Actually, you know, it's counterproductive. You know, we've been talking about this just now uh, in in bits and pieces um, earlier about how parents can be very stressed, very overwhelmed. And of course, in this COVID-19 situation, everyone is just, uh, things are just going haywire. It's not not how it was used to be. And uh, we are making a lot of changes and adapting. And what can we share with parents in this landscape in terms of coping, uh, in in terms of self-care, such that we can actually make that space um, to care for our children as well? I, I can think of like, you know, one word, kiss, mm. keep it simple and sweet, right? So mm-hmm. I guess like a lot of times, uh, a lot of times I think what um, overwhelm us is when we think ahead, like, oh, what if, you know, this happens? Oh, you know, um, we need to do well. My child needs to do well, you know, and 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 actually, it, again, the paradox is that in the end, we actually get more stress by thinking like too far ahead. Mm. And so one of my favorite strategy actually to, to with, with anyone you know, uh, like, you know, coming to see me would be like, take one baby step at a time. Mm. And actually you'd be surprised, right? You know, when we take one baby step at a time, many baby steps actually will make a, sometimes actually a huge giant leap. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I guess the other beauty of it is then when you keep it simple, it really then becomes sweet because then there's less pressure. Right. And then like and also we then taste success faster. Like, you know, it becomes a bit more enjoyable. Then we are more energized because research has shown. Mm. Right. You know, it's the small pleasurable things, right, that will actually motivate us more than having and this is why, you know, any study kind of like tips kind of workshop will tell you, like, you know, um, don't like sit at the table for two hours straight, right? It's not gonna be like helpful. In mm. fact, our human attention at most is only 30 minutes. For adults, mind you, <laughs> for children, <laughs> for children, it's actually 10, 15 minutes. For, for myself, uh, so last year, I, I went through the baptism of fire that all parents <laughs> go through, right? P- PSLE child yeah. at home, right? Yeah. So it was it was a very, I don't know, I, I'm already, I consider myself a chill parent by, <laughs> by all standards, yes. but still it got, it got to me quite oh. badly, yeah, into <laughs> the stress. I think it's because, you know, when you're in an environment in, in, in a school where, you know, every other child, I mean, for, for, the, for my daughter, when mm. all her classmates are, are motivated, driven, or, mm. or, or, or come, comes to school with, with, with a message that, hey, you know, this is a make or break moment, we need to do well. It really gets to the child, no matter what we say at home. Mm. Uh, so, so, of course, in, 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 the, in the absence of time, right, last year, 
I was also busy with work and she was, you know, really, really busy with, with preparation and a lot of homework. Mm -hmm. uh, there is some um, daily rituals that we cultivated, mm -hmm. so which, which actually we also uh, maintain it over the COVID mm -hmm. uh, circuit breaker period is that mm -hmm. we always make time for evening walks after dinner. Mm. So that is when that's when you know we we do nothing else but just walk around and we chit chat along the way, yeah. Mm. And this becomes one of the things that we really look forward to, myself and her after a long day at school and drilling you know mock exam papers yeah. and um, yeah. after a long day at work is like, hey let's let's go for evening walks and it's mm. it's it's such a simple like keep it simple right simple and free. Free, yeah, it's free, yes. Uh, and all we need to do is just put on a mask during the second breakup period. Um, yeah, but it's actually so simple and it's so powerful in cultivating the relationship. I feel that you know, I, I feel a, a strong difference because you see, in the, in the normal PSLE year, in the hour that you walk with your child, you can have gone through many, many maths problems with a child, but then you stop and ask, Is that what my child needs at this point? Like, mm. is, is that what she needs at the end of the day when she, when she sees me at the door after I finish work and I come home uh, is that what she needs when I sit down and do maths problems with her no what she needs at that point is really to be able to spend some time together and to, 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 to talk about the day and, you know and she also wanted to ask know how my day had been yeah. right so mm. so that was uh, something that we cultivated yeah. since last year and then we kept it and also, um, yeah, it, it's so it's so uh, uh funny that you know, Sahan was talking about bedtime rituals as well. Yeah. We also had that since yes. uh, young. It's like you know, yeah. short chat. So it, it used to be storytelling, but it has now evolved because now she's older. She's thirteen. Mm. Mm. Uh, to to just having very short chats about her friends, about this. Uh, you know, that's, that's a that's a perfect situation, perfect time for me to. To, to really get to know who she has been hanging out with in school. Mm, mm, yeah, so it's, it's also my way to be busybody a little bit, right? Building like, you know, <laughs> in, you know, chatting, and then also knowing another aspect of life that I am increasingly being uh, cut away from. I mean, face it, mm. right? Uh, as we have teenage children, we're more and more remote from the social side of things because yeah. we're not in school, we're not, in, 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 we're not, we're not even knowing their parents to, to know what's going on. So, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Or even the five minute right over the dinner table asking what's yeah. the latest interest. Yes. So like you know, so I like you know. Do you know that you know if I ask you, oh, what's the tea? Helene, what's the tea? I don't know. <laughs> oh, someone is good. The tea. What? What? It, it what is the from, tea? It comes from spilling the tea. So it's like, what's the <gasps> drama? What's the latest? Oh drama? yes, oh, yeah. Well, you understand, right? How, how no, no, no. Because she says spill the tea. Then I thought, right. hey, isn't it spill the beans? It's not spill. It's spill the tea, huh? Yeah. So to them, it's like spill the tea. Spill the tea. Yeah. So what's the drama? So what's the latest drama? Uh, right? What's, what's oh. the latest like? Yeah. Great, that's, I'm going to use it tonight. I'm going to use this catchphrase and I say, hey, what's the tea? Yes. That will, that will, that will put, me in, put me in the circle, right? Then yeah, I'm yeah, now yeah. in. Back in the inner out. circle. Yes, yeah. back in the inner circle. So, you know, things like that are like, you know, um, my, my son's into all this wildlife, so he will go out mm. to the parks and take photos of the gecko or whatever there is, mm. right? Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, it doesn't take long, five minutes, right, mm. for them to show you the photo or like, you know, mm. so those are, are still very doable, I think. Yeah, yeah, keep it simple and sweet. Yeah. yeah. So it's really it's really important for parents to to stop and think, right? What is it mm. that I want to achieve out of my you know parent child well, parenting? Mm. What is my parenting goal? Do I just mm. want a child who is an A student? 
Mm. Uh, or you know, uh, uh, and and most times, you know, the things that we do, if we stop and look, like the things that we do to 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 help them become an A student, uh, sometimes can be at the expense of the developing that positive parent-child relationship. Sometimes we may be doing things that actually hurt the relationship. Mm. So then we have to be very mindful, also as parents, to 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 pause and think and say, hey, you know, what what is the bigger picture? Mm. What is it that I want to achieve? Then mm. use that as a guiding principle. I think. Yes. Yeah, and I guess for me, one of the thing learning point for me as a parent is, it's okay to make mistakes. Thank you. And <laughs> okay, right. And and this is something like you know, and what better way, right, for the children to learn that you know mm-hmm. it's okay to make mistakes when I, as the adult, also make the mistakes, and and when we make them, we say sorry and we move mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and also then part of that is also then having the flexibility. Mm. Okay. So when like you know situations don't work out or when I made a mistake, I can adjust. Mm. Yeah, I can learn new skills. I can adjust my strategy to then like try again the next time. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I think mm. that would be part of the bigger picture that I see. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay. One last question, a difficult question. <laughs> to, to post it before we, we, we end of the session. Okay. Um, so looking at the parents around you, people that you have been in contact with, uh, mm. friends or even uh, maybe ex-clients, uh, I just wonder, you know, um, if there is one thing that you hope that parents would do differently, what is it? What is the one thing that you hope parents would stop doing? Okay, I'll say first. Okay. Be a little less. Uh, be a bit more forgiving on themselves. Mm. Less, less harsh on themselves. Mm. I see so many times that parents getting stressed because they really, they truly want the best for their children, mm. and then in the end, right, um, they then have very high expectations on themselves, right, to be the best parent, to you know, to be able to do everything good for like the child, mm. um. But we're all human beings. And actually, you know, in order to help our child to grow, it's actually all right. It's all right to be the not so great. Like, you know, this, this concept called good enough parenting. Mm. And I always like to, like, you know, when I give talks to parents, right, I always tell them, like, look, like, yours truly here has a PhD in psychology, you know, I'm, like, in the clinical psychology here. I'm telling you, oh, this is attachment theories and everything. <laughs> My son asked me, right, why, why are you still so angry? Well, I mean, I have my fair share of like, oopsie, you know, I did that. Oh, no, I, I told people not to do it, but I did it, you know, too. Yeah, so, um, and, and actually, it's, to me, um, what better way, again, to teach the children that, ha, you know, we, you know, yeah, so I messed up. <laughs> okay, we can have a good laugh about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can, like, be very stressed mm-hmm. and like, get stuck on it, or we can have a laugh, like, oh, yeah, I messed up, you know, and then, like think of ways to then move on. The, the second choice would be my my choice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I really like that. Yeah. To, to be less less harsh and more good forgiving. Enough, yeah. yeah. Well, self self compassion. Yes. 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 Um. If you ask me, then I would uh I would think that you know what is important for for parents to realize is that yeah I mean with good intentions we want to uh make sure that our children um, are able to lead a good life, you know, have a mm. good job and financially stable, mm. every Singaporean pragmatism. But at the end of the day, I guess, you know, it's so easy for us to project 
our desires onto our children. Mm. Um, and then we realize that, and, and to the extent that sometimes we even look at our children as our report cards, you know. They said how the way that they turn out, the way that they turn out is a reflection of how I'm doing as a parent. So I think this is mm. in some ways also similar to, to Sohan. We've got to yes. able to dissociate that yeah. and say that, yes, I am doing the best that I can as a parent. The child um, with best intentions, best I can as a parent, the child, however the child turns out, um, you know, we, we don't have to hit ourselves too hard. And I think what part of the part of the way, part of a way to do it is to stop having overly high expectations on mm. ourselves, as Sahan said, but also on, on the children. Uh, after yeah. all, they are living in a totally different context. What we have tried and tested when we were children mm. might not even be the best solution for them in this day and age. Uh, even the kind of challenges that they're facing is very different yeah. from when we were children. Um, so to project that kind of expectation, what we thought as tried and tested solutions on them, might not actually be the best thing for them sometimes. So um, I think it's really important to be able to, to dissociate that a little bit. Yes, these are some of these are my hopes and my dreams and my aspirations, but that may not be my children's dreams, hopes and aspirations. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. I think that's a very nice summation, you know, of what we have discussed uh, uh, this afternoon. Really, you know, I mean, we gave birth to our children, but we also have to recognize that our children are not our children. We, we are their guardians for a period of time to help them grow and develop. But at the end of the day, they have their own lives to be Yeah. Okay, yeah. so on that note, thank you so much, uh, Sohan and Hoishan, for joining us for this episode. Thank, thank you, you so much. much. Thank you.